Welcome, everyone, to the How to Get the Most Out of College podcast. There's a lot of talk about where to go to college, but not nearly enough about how to go to college. And it's the everyday decisions that drive your success. I'm your host, Elliot Felix. I've been a consultant to more than 100 colleges and universities, helping them improve their student experience. And I'm the author of How to Get the Most Out of College, where I take what I've learned about how college works and make it work for you. Going to college is complicated. The stakes are high. People thinking about how much it costs and their career prospects and who students are and what you need is changing. Luckily, colleges and universities offer lots and lots of support to help students succeed. And it might be about writing or making a presentation or analyzing data or organizing your time, managing your time, study skills, picking your classes, using technology, all these but unfortunately, lots of students don't take full advantage of all the supports that their school offers. And sometimes that's because you don't know about them. Sometimes it's maybe you don't feel comfortable getting help or asking for help, although that's changing. My guest today is Dustin Ramsdale, a former student success coach, a manager of student success coaches. And I'm so excited to dig into this topic with you today, Dustin. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, excited to be here. How'd you get started in student success coaching? Yeah, it was kind of a happenstance sort of thing where at a point in my professional journey after graduating high school, working on campus as a residence director for two years, I knew I wanted something different, um, different kind of work in a different environment. So I was able to kind of parlay transferable skills into working as a student success coach in the online program environment. So, you know, I was centrally located, but supporting students from afar that were all over the country. Uh, so I did that for over two years and really enjoyed just the the day-to-day -day of that work of, you know, kind of being flexible, helping students with, with whatever they need and being that motivator, encourager, and just working in a space of digital education that obviously has expanded so much now, but really just having that opportunity to be immersed in that space, working in it every day, seeing the struggles that students face and how we can work to overcome them. So you talked about being there for students, being flexible, what are some of the ways that you were there for students? What are the kinds of things you you may have helped them with or coached them on? It could really be everything from teaching them how to use the learning management system because when they were a student, you know, 20 years ago and they're coming back now, you know, I worked in mostly a graduate student space. So, you know, these were students who did go to college, but it could have been, you know, the month before or you know, a decade or more before. So it could be just really the nuts and bolts of navigating systems everywhere to, you know, what are resources that I can help to determine career options? What does this particular concentration mean in terms of like the skills that it teaches or how to register or, you know, planning out their entire degree program? So, you know, there, there's a lot there and there's a lot more. And that's the idea of being adaptable to students of, you know, maybe it is a quick phone call, maybe you're doing a, you know, massive long email thread back and forth, because that's just what works better for the student or getting on a video call, doing a screen share. So just the, the way that you're helping and what you're helping with, it can really vary for students, especially when you're working with what I think is now becoming the new norm of, you know, you're working adult learners and who may be either entirely online or somewhat or mostly studying online. So it's degree planning, it's career planning, it's navigating all the different technologies, the processes, the systems, the policies, being there for the student, which I think is so is so needed, especially as who students are changes. And, you know, we are trying to support returning students, adult learners, and today's student. 
I would love to hear a story about how you were there for a student or, you know, what that coaching looks like, how that shows up. Yeah. So in my experience, it really was the idea where, you know, you're sometimes chasing down students about important reminders, deadlines and things they need to do. And while on the coach side, that can sometimes be kind of painstaking and frustrating. You know, why is the student getting back to me? Why aren't they doing what I need for them to do? But having the moments where you break through, you know, and they get the help they need, they do what they need to do. And the student really expressing that gratitude where like they they have the self-awareness where it's like, I know you've been reaching out. I'm sorry. And, you know, I've had so much stuff going on. But the fact that you, you know, were looking out for me, did not give up on me and persisted and made sure that I didn't, you know, veer off course. I mean, those are the stories where I feel like it really resonates. Like I, I know that there was a very specific time where that happened, where I was working with the student online for a long time with about all of those things where, you know, it could span the entire spectrum of all the things I mentioned about what you help a student with. And then what was a really great opportunity with that program, they would do immersions and it was an opportunity for students to come together and it was a great kind of community building thing. And, you know, they have kind of this learning experience and I get to meet that student and I get to just like found me, saw my name tag, walked up to me and they're like, man, I'd be like, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. Like, you know, literally here, but also like, you know, they were, you know, a ways through their program, approaching graduation. They were on track. They knew exactly what courses they had left and how they were going to get there. You know, they had a program plan that was contoured to them and they always knew they kind of had that safety net, you know? So if they ever had questions, whether it was, you know, I had the answer, it's something I think that's really important for coaching where it's like, we're not expecting, you know, with all those things I mentioned that they're necessarily the expert. But if, at least they're that kind of conduit where, you know, if no one else, if nothing else, that student knows they could go to their coach and, you know, it could be like, well, I know this person in particular, this office is going to be better suited to serve you or, you know, they, they'll look into it, they'll get back to them and all that. It's just the, the responsiveness and the reliability, the consistency that a coach could offer, you know, the student, you know, I've connected with them on LinkedIn. So I've seen, you know, they've graduated, they've been able to go off on amazing things and, you know, when we each have great milestones, it's sort of, you know, still being that encourager, that celebrator, that person who's sort of there to kind of bear witness and kind of hopefully, you know, in the true coaching fashion, like for any sport, it's like be on the sideline, that student's doing what they do best. But I'm always there and I can kind of be like, hey, you might want to think about, you know, in a particular example, like with the student, it would be like, you know, hey, maybe take these two courses together. You know, it was like 10 week modules. You know, that's going to be a lot better because you're going to burn out if it's too you know, you're going to take the stats class and the, you know, macroeconomics class, not going to be a good idea for it to be successful. So, you know, it's giving a little bit of that commentary and all that. Ultimately, the students registering themselves, they're making their own choices, but I'm giving that guidance from it's like, hey, I've been around the block a few times. I work with 200 students. This is probably going to be the better way to go. And those were things that I helped that particular student with, and they were able to get through and navigate you know, life's changes and ups and downs and just busy seasons and stay on course. And on the spectrum of things, I saw students who fell off course because, you know, fell off the path because they weren't being mindful of these things. And it's, you know, by no fault of their own and other folks who, you know, they're like, I want to get this program done in a year, which was possible if you like super stacked the courses, right? but they worked with me to do that. Like they were able to kind of do this Herculean effort by working with me and figuring out a game plan and those sort of things. So it was just always really interesting. There's kind of no shortage of, you know, different anecdotes and things like that. But hopefully that kind of 
story sort of contextualizes the you know very dynamic and kind of nuanced nature of often very longitudinal work that coaches are often doing with their students. Yeah, it's great to hear all the different ways you can provide the the advice and the support and how it can pay off. Where you know you have a, you have a student saying, "I wouldn't wouldn't be here if not for you." And what a great feeling to have someone in your corner to have that go to person. If nothing else, I can talk to Dustin about how to stack my courses or how to spread them out or how to register or when to register or, you know, how to not miss an upcoming deadline and all these things and everything in between and understanding that uh, no two students are alike and, you know, and they need different supports, advice, inspiration, information is so important. I would love to hear, I mean, all the things you're talking about sound so helpful and so beneficial and I know one of my favorite studies on this is the um, Stanford study that had, it was a randomized control trial of over 10,000 students. And I think it showed working with a student success coach had a 10% or 10 percentage point increase in um, persistence year, year over year, which is, which is pretty awesome. But, you know, beyond the numbers, like, why is this important? Why, why should a student reach out and and work with a, a success coach? You know, from the institution side, it's important it shows like sort of a level of care, you know, that there is that investment made, there's that person that's dedicated to this kind of work, because otherwise, you know, maybe an advisor can do it. But that type of position tends to be, you know, hyper focused on registration and keeping students, you know, on track with their degree plan. But I've seen sort of the blurring of line where you can maybe expand the scope of that through having a success coaching program. And it allows to sort of give a you know sort of a scope that includes so much of everything else that a student will go through on a more of that emotional side. So, you know, students are busy, they're stressed. And just from my perspective is they can use all the help that they can get from trained experts. You know, there, there's just great resources to train professionals on the skills of coaching and everything. And, you know, from a student's perspective, I think oftentimes they will make decisions in a vacuum when they, when they can't find them or anything like that. And just knowing that, you know, any coaching program worth its salt is going to be again, flexible in, the, in sort of the modality that you can reach out to them, the frequency and the uh, types of things that they can support you on. And whether it's, again, they're helping you or they know who to go to. So it's like, don't feel as though it's like, oh, I don't know if this is for them or not. It's like, just bring it up, just ask, then they will be able to kind of absorb that and relay it towards who can ever give you the best support. Yeah, I mean, it sort of sounds like it, it's so important for students to meet other students that are maybe further along in their program that have been there and, and done that and can talk about or sequencing and, you know, the center for this and the office for that. But it, it sounds like it's, it's even better than that, right? Because that advice from your, your peer is kind of from the lens of their experience, which is useful, uh, but it's not 200, it's not hundreds of other students. And there's probably not that same level of awareness uh, of of all the things that are happening at the college or the university and all those connections that you can refer people to. It's sort of like, in addition to meeting people that are further along your path, working with a coach that has worked with so many other students seems so beneficial. So how can students find a success coach? Does this happen in orientation or how does this happen even before that? How should they get connected? In my experience, is absolutely during those early days where you're sort of getting onboarded and understanding the campus environment and all the different resources, there should ideally be, you know, some 
even just kind of group session to explain what coaching is. And then in my experience during those days of after you deposit, but before you start classes, is that high impact time for a coach to introduce themselves and schedule some opportunity to have kind of a welcome call. So do that. It, it's so important. Typically, those calls are more so kind of a, you know, coach introducing themselves, you know, how to connect with them, the coach learning about you, what you're excited about, what you're worried about, how you prefer to communicate, those sort of things. So again, the coach should be in a position where it's like, if you prefer to text, email, phone call, if you want a standing monthly appointment, if you want to come into the office to do that or do it over a video call, you know, think through all those things and, you know, also feel free to adjust it, like make your needs clear. If it's just like, oh, I just actually just got a new job and I'm going to be, you know, going back and forth or something, or I used to live on campus last year, but I'm going to be moving off campus. It actually would be easier to, you know, do a video call versus like strolling into the office like I used to. Like, just be thinking about those things because I think the the consistency and the sort of fluidity that that integrates into your life so that you can have this coach be a person that you rely on and that you communicate with even when things are good you know it's 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 one of those things where it's like it shouldn't only be where it's like oh, i'm reaching out to you when things are you know going crazy and chaotic and i need help it's like if you're sharing with them like wow this worked out really well and it's just helpful to have that person be like well can you tell me a little bit more about like you know that time management strategy we talked about like what is it exactly about that that worked because again like you were saying it behooves a good coach to process those kind of things. And you might see a pattern where it's like, wow, this really is an amazing time management strategy. It works for a lot of students. And I know why it works because sometimes people might be like, you know what, I'm fine. I don't need, you know, these sort of things. You can be like, well, I think you should consider it because, you know, all of these reasons that I've talked with students about and why it's helpful. So, you know, it is one of those relationships where it shouldn't just be transactional. It can be something that, again, can be that sort of like encourager, that motivator, that person who just kind of talks through things where there might be kind of like a fuzzy sort of experience where there's not one clear right answer about like, you know, doing a group project, like honestly, like working as a coach, that's just something that came up because it is kind of blurry where it's like your faculty might just be like, hey, go figure it out. Like, not my problem. Or, you know, they might intervene. It's not their sort of responsibility to necessarily like do things one way or another, but it could just be like, oh, okay, like, yes, let's talk about like, interpersonal relationships and academic settings or something like it's just like we'll, we'll kind of like share a couple of strategies or something yeah and again like stuff like time management where it's like it's not going to be only one only best solution you know the only way that you can manage your time is just going to be this is something to consider and see how it works and all of that and it would be sort of the best way to do it is like okay you tried this and then on the other side like why didn't it work let's talk about why that strategy maybe wasn't best suited for you and we can you know, use that to explore other options. That's great. As we wrap up here, I would love to hear your advice on how to get the most out of the coaching relationship. And I feel like we just heard some gems about don't hold back, you know, bring things up about checking in regularly about, you know, reflecting on what's working and what isn't. What's your mental checklist for getting the most out of that partnership, that support from a success coach? Yeah, I mean, I would just kind of bold and underline that idea. Like, think of it as a partnership. The coach is there to help you. And even if, you know, your life is busy and you maybe need to adjust things, again, the modality, the frequency of meeting or anything like that, or what in particular you need help with, just be open about that. Be open when things are going great, when they aren't going great, and when you need to make a change. And then, you know, that, that that's why a coach is there is to give that help. So I think there's just, yeah, so much value that a great, coaching relationship can give, you know, for the individual student working with their coach and then 
you know, on that coaching side, you know, for the sake of other students. So like, you can almost just like think of it altruistically if that helps you as a student to being like, you know, hey, here are great strategies that I use to, you know, be successful in, in my academic life or something. I think you just need to be open, honest, and be working together on a consistent basis, you know, to just kind of nurture sort of an ease and a comfort for a good coaching relationship as a student. And then you'll just always know that you have that safety net to catch you whenever things might kind of be run off course. And it sounds like it's a way to, you know, helps you, but it also, it's a way to pay it forward and uh, your reflections on what's working and what, what isn't working yet can help other students too. Love that aspect. Dustin, thank you so much for your insights on student success coaching. It's great, a great conversation. And I think it's going to help our listeners quite a bit. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Always love talking about this stuff. Thanks everyone for listening. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you get your podcasts and check out elliotfelix.com for all the episodes and the articles I've written, talks I've given, and more information about the book. Mm -hmm.